It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. I'm glad you're there because today we're going to talk about something near and dear to my heart little play on words there. Unexpected signs that you're at risk of a heart attack. Now, all of us, I'm going to assume, have been affected by heart disease one way or another. Certainly, if you're old enough, uh, you've had a friend, a family member, a loved one pass away or certainly have a heart attack. And there are certain signs and symptoms that the, the, the body sends to you many times before the heart attack. Now, depending on the study you read, 35, 45% of all heart attacks, the first symptom is death. Hard to fix that one. But oftentimes, when you dig deeper into the studies, you find that these people had some of the symptoms we're going to talk about today and didn't do anything about it because they didn't know it was related to a heart attack. And I say many times, don't be a taint-nothing patient. Oh, I have pain in my neck. That taint nothing. No, it is something. And you've got to worry about that. And so neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, sciatica, these are all signs that there's something wrong. Don't ignore it. The signs we're going to talk about today are specifically for heart disease. How about toothaches? My, now, my dad, my dad had rheumatic fever as a child, and it wasn't taken care of properly. And the infection spread uh, from his body into his heart. And as he got older, he got really weak and tired. I mean, to the point where he couldn't even move. So we finally took him to a medical doctor. I was a child at the time. And it turns out he had a weakened mitral valve, which is one of the valves in the heart. And it was from the rheumatic fever, getting into his body, eating away at the, 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 the infection, ate away at his, his valve. And so he had to have a valve replacement, did a wonderful job. He had a place called Deborah Hospital in New Jersey. Uh, and he lived many, many years after that. He did pass away eventually, um, but lived many, many years after that. Amazing medicine, just medicine at its finest. I was a kid just being amazed at the work they were doing there. So it was great. But the same membrane that lines your gums and your, and your teeth area also lines your heart. So if you have a tooth infection and a toothache, don't take that lightly. You want to get that checked and fixed as quickly as possible because if that infection gets into the lining of the heart, it can cause some real serious issues. So don't play around with toothaches. Don't think, ah, it'll just go away. It's no big deal. It can be something really serious and not saying it's a sign of a heart attack, but it could be something that can lead to heart problems. So get to your dentist. Uh, Don't come to me for that. I'm not a dentist. I'm very good at a lot of things. I'm not good at teeth. Uh, So you can go see your dentist and they can take care of that. That's really a dental issue. Now, in the healthcare world, the highest rated uh, doctors, the ones with the highest success rate are dentists. They get the best results rate because you have a cavity. They go in, they look at it, they fill it, you walk out, you're done. Chiropractic is the number two highest success rate among healthcare providers. 
And so that's why if you have health issues, back pain, neck pain, shoulder pain, uh, I recommend you do consider chiropractic care uh, because chiropractic is the most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain and certainly the highest results of back pain because dentists don't deal with back pain. So that's why it's really something you want to consider if you have an issue. Start out with the most effective, least expensive. Now, can't say chiropractors, my, I'm a chiropractor, my, team, my colleagues can fix everything, but we're pretty darn good at it. So if you want to make an appointment, you go to our website, drjoe.com. We can do that for you. Other signs and symptoms you don't want to ignore. You cough up pink or white mucus. Now, normally mucus is clear. If you have an infection, it's yellow. But if you start coughing up pink mucus or white mucus, that could be a sign uh, that the heart's not working properly. And the white or pink mucus could be a result of blood leaking into the lungs. And then you're coughing it up. And it's leaking because the heart isn't pumping strong enough to keep everything moving. Now, heart failure, which is a common diagnosis, uh, does not mean your heart is going to fail. It just means it's not working as well as it should. Now, it's simple means it's not going to pump the blood the way it should, and that's according to U.S. National Library of Medicine. If you have these issues, go see your medical doctor and let them check it out. Now, when it comes to mucus, the number one mucus-producing food there is is dairy products. So something simple that you can do before getting all freaked out is cut out your dairy products. Stop eating all dairy and wheat. I'm going to add wheat to that too. So no wheat, no dairy products. If you produce a lot of mucus, I'm going to say do that for two weeks. Very simple. No wheat, no dairy, not a bite, not a nibble, nothing. At the end of two weeks, eat some wheat and dairy again. Maybe have a couple of slices of pizza. See how you feel. And if you start to see the mucus come back, you start to feel sluggish, start to feel bloated, gassy, then you know that you shouldn't be eating wheat and dairy. Now, the nice part about this experiment is I don't think you should be eating wheat and dairy. And so by doing it, inevitably, people come back and say, well, Dr. Joe, I felt so much better when I wasn't eating wheat and dairy. I got a message the other day from a chiropractor, somebody I went to school with years and years ago, and she said, love what you're doing, getting the word out, natural health, you know, a leader in the healthcare field, really exciting. I listened to your show the other day, and I gave up wheat and dairy for two weeks. I felt amazing. Thank you. So here's somebody I went to school with, same education I had, and yet somehow she didn't get that, that, that memo. And so if you do have a lot of mucus, give up the wheat and the dairy, two weeks, see what happens. I think you'll be very happy with the results. And then if it clears up, then you know it's wheat and dairy. Don't have to worry so much about the heart. If you have swollen extremities, it's called edema, that could be a signal that there's a cardiovascular issue. The hands and the feet being swollen for long periods of time is a sign that blood is not being pumped properly through the body. So when blood is not being pumped, it can collect in the places farthest away from the heart, which would be what? Hands and your feet. So if you find any part of your body is constantly inexplicably swollen, you want to get a check. Now, there's two types of swelling that I look for when patients come in. It's called pitting and non-pitting edema. Now, pitting edema is the one you have to worry about. So if you have swelling ankles, let's say, or anywhere, push on it, like, like you're pushing into Play-Doh. And if you push on it, and your finger indent stays there. That's called pitting edema. You want to get a medical evaluation right away. If you push on it, bounces right back, it's a good idea to get it checked, but chances are it's not so serious. But if you push on something, especially the ankles, and it stays there, that's pitting edema, could be a sign of the heart failing, and you want to get that checked right away. Again, don't be a taint-nothing patient. 
Ah, it ain't nothing. Don't worry about it, Doc. I've had this for years. All the more reason to worry about it. You've had it for years. So these are just signs and symptoms you want to look for. We're talking today about uh, signs and symptoms you don't want to ignore because it may be a heart issue. If you start losing the hair on your legs, this is an interesting statement. If you found that all the hair on your legs fell off pretty quickly, that could be a sign that the, the hair follicles are not getting the nutrients that are necessary for hair growth and through the blood. Of course, the blood isn't getting there. If the nutrients don't reach the hair follicles, they don't get enough oxygen, they're more likely to fall out. So in other words, sudden hair loss on your legs could be a sign of a heart problem because you're not pumping enough blood to the extremities. You'll notice this symptom in the lower legs first since it's the farthest away from your heart. Now, a couple of things you got to be thoughtful about. If you wear dress socks, or any type of socks really, you'll find that the bottom part of your legs for men, I know this because I wear dress socks all, every day, uh, the hair starts to fall out. Why? Because the dress socks are rubbing against it and causing it to fall out. So if you have a delineation of hair loss right where your socks were, probably nothing to worry about. I remember I was probably in my 50s, I guess. And my mother said to me one day, I was wearing shorts one day, I went to go visit her, and she said, you still have a lot of hair on your legs. And I said, odd, but yes, I guess I do. And she said, that's a good sign, because if the testosterone levels drop too much, you lose the hair on your legs. Now, I knew this, but I was surprised my mother knew this. So if you're losing hair on your legs, it could be a heart issue, could also be a testosterone issue. Now, I'm going to go off topic for a second. Well, not really, because testosterone is important for the heart. Testosterone is a hormone. Uh, for men, it's produced in the testicles. The adrenal glands are a backup source. And it's good for muscle. It's good for sex drive, but not just your biceps and your triceps. How about your heart, which is a muscle? Uh, your lungs, your liver, your spleen. My father had a prostate issue, and he had a weak heart. He had to have heart surgery, and he was doing okay. And they found a little swelling in his prostate, and the doctor said, we're going to give you a shot that's going to stop your testosterone production because testosterone could cause the prostate to grow and become from benign to cancerous. So I wish they'd consulted with me. My parents, they didn't. And they went ahead and got the shot. Well, within days, all the hair fell out of my father's chest, fell off his arms, his legs, and he felt really weak. And you could see his muscles deteriorate very, very quickly because, again, he stopped producing testosterone. And then one day, he was laying on the couch. My mother said she was in the kitchen. He went in the living room, laid on the couch. She heard him fall off the couch. She heard a thump. She thought he fell asleep and fell off the, the couch. And she went in, and he was dead. And I looked at the drug that they injected into my father to lower his testosterone. And one of the warnings, the big warning, big bold letters, do not give this drug to anyone who has a heart condition. I submit. That drug killed my father. And I was mad. I'm still mad. But it's important that you don't mess with testosterone because it affects your heart. Now, there's a couple of things you can do. Number one is you can take testosterone. And if you do, you'll be amazed how good you feel. You'll have lots of energy. Sex drive will pop right back usually. Muscles start to feel good. You work out. You start building muscle real fast. The problem is when you start taking testosterone, your body says, oh, I have plenty of testosterone. I don't have to make it anymore. So your body tells the, <clears throat> excuse me, the testicles and the adrenal glands, all right, shut down production. We got too much testosterone right now. And it's really hard to jumpstart them to get them work again by themselves. So once you start, many times you have to keep taking it forever. I don't like that because your testicles can shrink. 
sex drive can shrink, your sex organs can shrink, and maybe you have good muscle mass and you look good, but things don't work. So what I like to look at with a patient, especially as men get older, is are they producing testosterone and is it converting into estrogen? Now, this might get a little complicated for you here, so bear with me. Testosterone, the way we make estrogen, men, is we convert testosterone into estrogen. And there's an enzyme that does that called aromatase. So aromatase gets the testosterone, converts it into estrogen. If you're producing too much aromatase, you may be producing plenty of testosterone. It's just being converted over. So a couple of things you can do that's a little, I feel, a better approach, more natural, is you can do things called aromatase inhibitors. Aromatase inhibitors, you can take it as a drug. They give it many times to women with breast cancer because some breast cancers are uh, uh, stimulated to grow by estrogen. So they don't want you to have estrogen in your life. So they'll give you an aromatase inhibitor to stop you, women's estrogen from converting in, uh, testosterone from converting into estrogen. For men, it's a real simple thing. We can eat more cruciferous vegetables. That would be broccoli, cauliflower, kale, uh, Brussels sprouts. Uh, you can take it as a supplement. We put cruciferous vegetables in our Dr. Joe's Essential Source. One of the reasons I put powdered cruciferous vegetables in there is because it acts as an aromatase inhibitor for both men and women. So you can take extra supplements if you need to. There's also something uh, called uh, stinging nettle is the supplement. It has something called quercetin in it. And quercetin, it's also found in apples and onions, can also act as an aromatase inhibitor. So once again, when we start looking at the natural way to treat things, everything seems to go back to fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Nowhere do we talk about taking alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener, breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas. We seem to keep veering off toward the fruit and the vegetable world. Uh, stinging nettle is an herb. Uh, quercetin is a component of the herbs. Apples, onions, uh, of course, Dr. Joe's essential source. I'm not saying this is a cure for anything, but this is something that I take every single day because I had my testosterone checked, and I'd had my estrogen level checked, and I was producing, I had more estrogen than I should have. Well, the reason that happens is I was converting my testosterone into estrogen, so I started to take natural aromatase inhibitors, which is fruits and cruciferous vegetables and stinging nettle. So the reason this ties into the heart story is that testosterone is really important for heart function. But the thing that gets me, and I'll go off on a tangent now, is... Women with breast cancer, my sister died of breast cancer, is they'll say, we're going to give you an aromatase inhibitor because you have the type of cancer that is stimulated by estrogen. We're going to prevent your estrogen from testosterone from converting to estrogen, so you lower your estrogen levels. But they never say, cut out the dairy products. Well, I can't say never. I'm sure some doctors do. Dairy products loaded with estrogen, commercially grown animal products, meat, eggs, many times are injected with growth hormones, and the animals are very high in estrogen because estrogen causes you to grow and the animal's fatter, and we, we, we sell animals by the pound. They don't talk about environmental toxins, uh, 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 hairsprays that have uh, perfumes in them, colognes, perfumes, shampoos that are fragrance, uh, uh, cleaning products, room for air fresheners for your room. Many of these chemicals have endocrine disruptors, which act like estrogen. So when it comes to lower your estrogen, boys and girls— it's a good idea to look at it from every angle. What did Joni Mitchell say? I looked at life from both sides now. I want you to look at it from all angles now. And look at that. If you wear perfume, if you wear cologne, if you wear scented deodorants or shampoos that have fragrances in them, stop that. 
Unless it's a natural essential oil, chances are it's a phthalate or a chemical that's going to act as an estrogen stimulator. We don't want more estrogen. We want less estrogen as we get older. When you're younger, it's important. As you get older, you want it less. So got off on a tangent there, but it personally affected me. When they gave my father that shot that knocked out his testosterone that I'm going to guess made his heart stop. I'm, I'm assuming it killed him because it says can lead to death if you have heart disease and he died of a heart attack. Uh, but also just for you generally. I want you to think about what you're doing every day. I had a patient come in the other day, liver cancer. And it was bad. And she was morbidly obese. And she had so much perfume on. And I said, one of the things you have to do is stop using the perfume. Because perfume acts, as a, acts like an endocrine disruptor, messes with your hormones and estrogen. She said, but I like my perfume. And I didn't want to be smug. But I said, but I don't like, you don't like your cancer, right? She said, correct. I said, I'm not saying this is causing the cancer or even going to make it worse. But why not take that action step? Why not be safe and cut out your fragrances and colognes and, and, and carpet cleaners and new car smells? If I get my car washed, I always say, you want, you want to spray a, what kind of car sp- fragrance you want? None. I don't like fragrances. I don't like patients wearing fragrances. I don't like being around fragrances. So cut it out. Now, essential oils would be okay. But don't, let, don't fall for the thing that says made with essential oils as opposed to essential oil. Made with essential oil means it has other chemicals as well. Pure essential oil is different. So I digress, but please stay away from these things if you're looking out to keep your heart healthy because you need to. Other signs and symptoms that you may have heart problems. Your toenails turn purple. I had a patient call in uh, one of my shows the other day, and she said her grandson's fingernails are white. And I said, when you push on his fingernail and let go, it stays white? She said, yes. I said, it's not pink at all. She said, no. I said, get him to the pediatrician. That can be a sign of anemia, not getting enough oxygen, not enough iron in the blood, not getting enough oxygen. Could be weak heart. The heart's not pumping enough blood. So your fingernail beds are a good indicator. If you squeeze your fingernail bed and then let go of it, it should turn pink pretty quickly. It'll turn white when you squeeze it, turn pink right away. That's a sign of good circulation. Same thing with your toenails. If your toenails are purple, now unless, of course, you stubbed your toe or something like that, if they're purple or blue, it could mean that your uh, extremities are not receiving enough oxygen. And it's probably due to clogged blood vessels, which indicate the disrupted circulation. And if it's left undetended, it can become a real serious issue. Now, the other thing I find with circulation, and that doesn't seem to be discussed, and I wish it would, is that you can have pinched nerves that can affect circulation. So, for example, the nerves in your low back. Every, the nerves in the low back control everything from the waist down. Back pain, leg pain, hip pain, knee pain, ankle pain, numbness, tingling, circulation. So I've had people come in and say, Dr. Joe, I've been to the, you know, the cardiologist. I've been to the vascular, vascular doctor. They checked me out. My circulation is fine, according to the test, but I still have cold feet all the time. Well, we checked the nerves in the low back. That could be a problem. And that's where chiropractic comes in. This is where chiropractic fits into every aspect of healthcare. I can't imagine why it's not incorporated everywhere. I had a doctor call me the other day, and he says, Doc, I work for a hospital here in Atlanta, and I have a chiropractor. I work at the hospital. I didn't know they had that. And he says, I can't thank you enough for everything that you're doing for putting chiropractic into the forefront of healthcare. And I said, well, you're welcome. He says, no, 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 you don't get it, Doc. Every day, doctors in the hospital, nurses in the hospital, patients in the hospital, I don't think a day goes by where people aren't talking about you and everything you're doing. Doctors love you. Hospitals love you because you're telling people what to do. Makes their job easier. 
So if you have pain, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, I'm going to suggest that you come see us or a, a chiropractor to see if it's a pinched nerve. Chiropractic is the most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain. Why you're not coming to see us, I don't know. So if you have health problems, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, we're good at digestive issues too. Nutrition, certainly, we, we, we're stellar at. Go to our website, drjoe.com. You can book an appointment right online. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We can get you an appointment usually within 24 hours in one of our offices. Uh, we accept almost every insurance out there. The initial visit is normally $712. For our listeners, my listeners, we've reduced that to $299. That's exam, x-rays, consultation, first treatment, going over the x-rays on your follow-up visit, and a complete nutrition evaluation. The x-rays alone, anywhere else, are probably going to cost you more than $299. We do this because we want to find out if you're a chiropractic candidate. And if you are, then we'll put together a treatment plan for you. And then we'll talk about insurances and treatments and everything. But make an appointment right now. Stop wasting time. Don't be like so many patients that say, Dr. Joe, why did I wait so long? I wish I'd done this sooner. I don't know. We get patients from all over the world come to see us. So if you're in the Atlanta area, we would love the opportunity for you to become one of our patients. DrJoe.com, you can book it right online or call us, and we're happy to give you more information. If you have any questions, you can always send them to me through the website, DrJoe.com. There's a little bot that pops up and says, hey, want to chat? Say yes, type in your question, and then me or my assistant, uh, Joe, will answer your question for you. Um, and we also have supplements as well. One of the things... Uh, I talk about a lot when it comes to circulation is a supplement called nitric oxide. Nitric oxide opens up your blood vessels and increases circulation. So patients with kidney issues, patients with brain issues, patients with sexual issues, or just patients in general who want to feel better and have more energy, I'm a huge fan of nitric oxide. Uh, I take it every day. It gives me tons of energy, keeps my brain working well, keeps everything working very, very well. So I can't imagine why uh, you would, the only reason you wouldn't take it, there's no reason I wouldn't imagine it, is if you have low blood pressure. If you have low blood pressure, it can lower your blood pressure even more. But if you have high blood pressure, monitor your blood pressure, because if you're on medication, it might actually make your blood pressure too low. And then you got to decide, talk to your medical doctor, give up your medicine or give up your nitric oxide. I kind of know where you're going to go with that decision. And then the minimum supplements I think everybody should be taking every day as a prophylactic measure are Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. They're two powders. They taste great. There's three different types of essential source. Uh, no, uh, two, three different types of Super Greens. I'm sorry, plain, mint, and hemp. Nutritionally, they're all about the same. They just have slightly different flavors. Uh, but I can't imagine not taking Super Greens Essential Source and nitric oxide first thing in the morning. Now, I take other supplements, too. I take omega-3 for my brain. I take vitamin D, which I think should be the law. Everyone should get their vitamin D levels up to about 60 to 80 nanograms per milliliter. I think we'd avoid a lot of health issues if we did. I take adrenal support. I take men's hormone support. So I take uh, supplements that I've put together for myself. But the minimum, I'd say, starting for you would be Super Greens Essential Source. And if you don't have low blood pressure, you can try the nitric oxide. Any questions you have, though, again, that's a general recommendation. If you have other questions, send them to me through the website, drjoe.com. I'm happy to answer your questions. Uh, we're talking today about signs and symptoms that could mean you have a heart condition. Uh, if, by the way, if you like what you're hearing, you can go to your podcast service and type in Dr. Joe for the health of it. Dr. Joe for the health of it. And on your podcast service, we have thousands of hundreds of hours of podcasts, maybe thousands now. And on our website, drjoe.com, we have over 3,000 hours of podcasts audio and video. So all the information's here for you folks. Just type in a search bar what you're looking for. Chances are we've got it. 
And if you're, if you're a social media follower, please follow us on social media at Dr. Joe Esposito. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We have a great YouTube channel at Dr. Joe Esposito. Other things that could be signs and symptoms uh, that you have a heart issue. You can't catch your breath. I remember when my dad, his heart finally started to fail. I, I came home one day and he, he couldn't get off the couch. He couldn't breathe. And he wasn't exercising or anything. So if you get winded very quickly, even if, if you're not working out, just walking up the stairs, it becomes difficult to breathe. That can be a sign or symptom of a heart problem. Now, people may think they're just out of shape and they run off to the gym, which could actually make it worse because you're working out harder. But simple things like getting up, walking up the stairs. If you're winded, you might want to get to your medical doctor and get that heart checked. If you have any questions, drjoe.com. Send it to me through the website. Uh, we'd love to see you as a patient. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. Stop suffering. And bring your kids, too, by the way, because kids have spines, and they need to get their spine healthy. Because if they start out healthy and straight in their spine, they usually grow up healthy. So it's a great opportunity for the whole family to get on the website, drjoe.com. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app.